So, healing from an injury this past week, where I uh, put my handsaw into the side of my knee, my right knee on the inside, basically stabbing it, not not really ripping it, but I don't know what the damage I did do to it because it definitely feels weird and not right, although I can walk on it now, but it's, it's definitely got some kind of odd pain to it, but anyway, anyway, went out and looked at, uh, looked at a job for my buddy who uh, gave me a call, he's got a job over in uh, New Egypt, New Jersey, he's going to be reducing a sycamore tree, pretty large, but the client's concerned because the tree does reach over top of their uh, their new pole barn. They had their old barn that burned down. They put up a larger new pole barn, and their concern is that it's just going to get big and you know overreach and damage damage the new barn. Uh, my concern personally is my concern personally is that it will be. Um, having some issues due to compaction after the construction and all. The uh, the new pad is larger than the old pad, and it does reach to the outside or just just inside the uh, the drip line of the tree. So there's a little bit of a compaction issue that's going on. I'm sure that they did have machinery that was driving back and forth. On top of that, it's the uh, it's a sandy type of soil, seeing how it is getting closer to the ocean area of New Jersey, um, and I say that, but most of New Jersey is uh, a sand type of soil. So we want to make sure that this tree stays healthy, so he asked me to come out and take a look and see what we can do. So I'm thinking, you know, we can uh, vertically mulch the, around the drip line of this tree, and inside the drip line of the tree, put some, uh, put some good organic material in there so the roots can thrive off of that. That's going to do one of two things. It's going to help the help the roots to want to produce more growth, push more growth down in the ground, uh, further down into the ground as well. And also, it's going to help with the healing and um, and fighting of any 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 problems it might have in the canopy after the reduction has been done. Uh, the reduction is going to be done coming up pretty soon. It's not going to be a winter job. Uh, it just falls into how the job has to be done. Um, so it's not necessarily the best of timing, but at the same time, we can try to mitigate as much as possible with the tree's health going downhill instead of trying to go uphill. Also on the property, I'm assuming it's some kind of uh, tree that is special or sentimental, but they have a um, what was it? They, they, they had a Japanese maple that had some canker issues going on, some old canker issues, and it looks like it has a little bit of root issues going on too. The upper part of the canopy that is still alive is starting to die back a little bit. There's the beginning stages of some interior uh, new growth pushing hard. Um, which is definitely telling me that there's a root issue going on down below, and we gotta we gotta fix that problem as best as possible. Seeing how they do want to keep it, and this is one of those 
one of those uh, times where I, I tell people or I tell my my tree friends that cut all the time, like, hey, you're not going to be able to prune this thing back to life. Like, rejuvenate, quote unquote, rejuvenating cuts, that, that's not going to do anything for this tree. So we're going to work with the soil below. Or at least we're going to um, we're going to suggest that we work with the soil below, seeing how we're going to be there anyway to do the sycamore tree. Uh, this um, this Japanese maple is like a stick. It, there's nothing really to it, so it won't take too much to uh, also add that in and do that. And if it doesn't work, the tree was going to go downhill anyway. And if it does work, we'll look at that. We uh, we helped it out and we gave it a little bit extra length of life, uh, which is what the customer wants anyway. So that's basically what's been going on with me lately. Oh, also the Saturday. Saturday I have a 55-gallon drum and a 30-gallon drum coming in. I can't wait. That's going to be my new retort uh, stove so I can produce a larger volume of biochar and start, uh, start doing it myself without having to pay for supplemental biochar to come in. I have plenty of soil, plenty of... Uh, plenty of organic mulch going on in my backyard that we've been producing over the years so it's going to be awesome to be able to produce my own biochar uh, soil blend so I'm super excited about that I'm going to be putting a video up about that um, on Saturday as I make it and do my first burn in it so super stoked about that so look forward to that being posted up on the social media for sure that is about it for me right now due to the injury. Don't got very much to talk about. Oh, bagworms. Bagworms are pretty bad. So if you're out there doing tree work or you're looking at your property, look out for some bagworms. They're really, really active right now. Actually, I, I did post on my Facebook and also on Instagram um, a couple videos of bagworms at my wife's uh, elementary school. I had to take out some arborvitaes there that uh, are just absolutely infested by them. These things are crazy. One of them actually went into a hydrangea next to one of the arborvitaes and clipped a couple of the flowers off some of the petals and put it onto its bag. And it's crawling around with these flowers on its bag, which I've never seen before, but I thought it was interesting. So have a, have a look at that over there on clouds and dirt. And I will see you guys later.